0: I am a firm believer that the truth will always come out, regardless. The truth will set you free. But But first, first, it'll it'll piss piss you you off. (laughs) You're listening to Big Sis Energy. (laughs) Woo! welcome back to big sis energy i'm your host Mackenzie, and i'm your other host malia and today we are super excited because we got to re-watch our very first episode that we filmed last week which made me like 10 times more excited to film this podcast than like ever before the I fact know. that we like got to watch it and like kind of relate to ourselves in a way <laughs> it, it was like it was super fun but it made me like way more excited to i know get this and thing rolling especially because we get to be super vulnerable we get right. to talk about maybe like a little bit more serious topics than we would talk in our regular TikToks. Right. So that was just fun to go back and watch that and get us even more hype for episode two. Yes. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about red flags. Ooh. So specifically though, red flags, where it's a deal breaker in a relationship. Obviously too, there are a whole roster of different types of red flags. We have like the tiny red flags. We have the little icks. Then we have the major red flags where it's like, okay, That's a deal breaker. You need to get out of the relationship. I asked a question on Instagram. I asked you guys, what was one red flag that your ex had that basically made them your ex? Dot, dot, dot. What was the deal breaker? so we're getting into that you guys answered and gave us a ton of deal breakers for you in your past relationships um or situationships too you know those situationships matter as well we're we're not leaving (laughs) y'all out i promise there's a situationship (laughs) before the relationship (laughs) well one thing i actually wanted to talk about was we have had so many girlfriends that talk to us about problems or ask for advice from us and they'll list off like 20, 30 red flags in a row back to back about their partner. And then I'm like, but hey, they're girl. like crazy red flags. Like, Why not even like this tiny ones. <laughs> yeah. Because I think- sometimes for me, at least, like in the past, I've seen some tiny ones and I'm like, okay, like obviously that's something like I can kind of like look past, but then it's when it starts to build a little bit and then there's like more and more and more Mm -hmm. and then they become more of a major red flag and you're like, okay, that's when you know you need to leave, especially if it's not like a very like major red flag in the beginning or it's it's time to move on. Slight manipulation. Right. I feel like that's a major thing that I see with a lot of my Mm -hmm. friends, partners is I think you're being slightly manipulated and maybe you don't know, maybe you do know, but once you start seeing those red flags and they keep on progressing, it's like, okay, let's take a step back Reevaluate where are my boundaries at and where do I start to say this might not be the relationship for right. me. And I was going to say too, sometimes it's hard because if you don't have someone to talk to these, like talk about these problems to, it can be hard because I know for me sometimes I'm a, like very in my head and I overthink a lot. Yeah. But then when I talk to Mackenzie about certain things, she's like, okay, that is kind of a red flag. Like You're not overthinking. Kind of like confirming it, but also making sure like if you have someone to talk to, that you really trust them and trust their opinion, that that they're not going to like go and blab it out to other people. Just more of like they know you and you trust their opinion. It could even be a a parent. Like if you're super close with your parent, you could say, hey, I feel like this is something that I shouldn't accept in this relationship. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it? It's always so, so good to talk about it. And this is like advice for myself too, because I always keep it in. And then when I talk about it, I'm like, okay, now that I verbalize it, I'm like, that definitely is a red flag. Well, it's funny because I've seen Malia in a few different relationships before. Right. And right now she's in a very healthy relationship. A very good. So I'm so happy for you. Um, but in previous situations mm-hmm. that you've been talking to someone, or maybe it's a, you're dating them or whatever. Right. I'm um, getting to know them. You start seeming very stressed. And I'm like, Hey Malia, what's good girl? Like, are you okay? Because she starts getting stressed. She starts overanalyzing right. and overthinking. And then she'll tell me the problems. And I'm like, I don't think you're overthinking. I think that is a red bombastic flag. red flag. <laughs> I, think, I think you might need to take a step right. back. You know? And it's true too, because I feel like your body and your mind will tell you before maybe you even know. Because yeah. like for me, like Hensy was saying, I get super stressed out and I get super like anxious. So when that starts happening, I already know it's, it's, not, it's not good. And I can see it before you sometimes. So yeah. it's like having that person that knows you really well. And I feel like we are very lucky to have that relationship each other, with each other right. because we have each other's back and it's not just a friendship where I know for me, like if I have a friendship with, you know, one of my, one of my girlfriends, I don't want to gossip about my partner. Right. You know, if something were to go wrong, exactly. it's more so I want to ask you for advice. Mm-hmm. I know you're not going to tell anybody and we're not bashing right my partner. We're just, I'm just saying like, Hey, this happened. What should I do about right. it? Right. And you never want to be in a place of bashing the person. Like yeah. I definitely make sure it's someone that you feel comfortable and safe with. Because um, not like everybody Kenzie's needs saying. to know your business. Right. And that, I'm a very private person, and Kenzie is literally the only person I tell about these things. And yeah. maybe sometimes, like, my mom, if it's, like... We're very close in that way, so I can kind of talk to her about certain things, but it's it's nice to have someone like that. Yeah, for And sure. maybe if you guys don't, hopefully, like... We can help you guys out. I know we're not like professionals or anything, but <laughs> like when you guys ask us questions, hopefully we'll try to answer them to our the best of our abilities. So, and we're, we're besties over here, so <laughs> we got y'all. If you guys have questions, definitely DM the Big Sis Energy Instagram account. Yes, and maybe it'll be an episode. Maybe it'll be featured in an episode. That's what I was thinking so, too, because we did yeah. have a few a few uh, questions and answers where I was like, this could be a whole a whole podcast episode. For so, real, please, please, please don't be afraid to DM us your questions, comments, concerns, all of that. So. And I've, I'm heavily in my DMs, so I, I always respond to you guys. I'm always checking, and we're having good conversations. So yeah. let's get into these, uh, these scenarios that you guys have brought to the table. Oh, so oh. first things first, someone said their deal breaker was, he was a pathological liar. He lied about insignificant things for no reason. Oh, see, that is a bombastic red <laughs> That flag. one I, I think I'd <laughs> classify as a red flag. Uh-huh. Um, especially when it's in, insignificant things. That, because that, there's no reason. That pisses me off because we have had friends where they would lie about tiny, tiny things that you didn't even need to lie about. Like, it's one thing, obviously lying is terrible, like, regardless. Right. It's one thing to lie to, like, maybe cover yourself up. Don't do that. But, like... (laughs) But there's a reason. Yeah, but not having a reason to lie is insane to me. Like, how, how could you... How does your mind work that way where it's like, oh, I need to lie about this, like, lie about this? And we've had friends before where they would, like... Lie about certain things just to keep things interesting and like in dramatic, life. I guess. Because their life is, they want it to be more interesting and more drama filled. And that's when I take a step back and realize I need peace. <laughs> I need peace in my life. And no, I can't I be talk around about that. this all the time and I'm like, I would rather be alone than with dra- dramatic lying people. Like, I don't want to yeah. surround myself with people like that. Yeah. So it's like, I'd rather be alone. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, the, the insignificant lies are a no-go. No, um, no, I no. definitely agree with you there. Yes, I would say that too. that is a, is a deal breaker, especially if you catch that, like, you know, if it's every week, every day type thing where it's like, right. oh, I went to Best Buy and I got a new camera charger when really they didn't do that. Like, right. why would you lie and eventually, for no reason? You're going to catch them in the act, too. Like, I am a firm believer that the truth will always come out regardless. And if it's a tiny lie, like, why, why would you do that? The truth will set you free. But first, but first it'll, it'll piss you off. <laughs> I asked kind of a slightly different question. It still relates to the red flags, but what's the red flag you overlooked in a relationship that you wish you didn't? So it might be mm. kind of like more of a tinier red flag. Okay. The first one that I have is being too friendly with other girls and having a bad reputation. Oof. Ooh. The bad reputation's good. Yes. You know when you yes. give people second chances or you look over the bad reputation because mm. you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, right. and maybe it's lies that people are telling. This has been an instance where Malia and I, when we went to high school, uh, Malia was dating this guy and everybody said that he was racist. And Malia was like, oh, no, he's never been racist to me. Yeah, and it was usually like some of the guys too. So I was just like, huh, like, and I wasn't really close with them. So I didn't really know. And we were also new to the school. Yeah, right. Um, but he was never like, obviously outright racist to me. Right. Um. In the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning. Um, and then, like, it was, we weren't even dating, but we just had, like, a little fling, you know, high school stuff. But, um, yeah, long story short, he was racist. And, um, yeah. Yeah. But I will say never, never overlook the reputation because there normally is a reputation for a reason. And, uh, yeah. Same thing with friends, too. Yeah. Just Same o- thing with honestly, friends. if someone you trust that is, like, a lifelong best friend tells you, something about a different person that you're not super close with yet and they say that they have a reputation of this this and that maybe maybe keep it into consideration if it's multiple people because sometimes like maybe there's that few instances where someone maybe just doesn't like the person right and then they're just like you know bad mouthing them but if it's like multiple people telling you this the whole school telling you something definitely definitely take that as a sign. Yeah, as, as a sign, <laughs> for sure. Um, Someone said their man was still on Tinder after being together for two years. Oh, oh. I'm waving the red flag. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's definitely a deal breaker. Even if I know some people go on dating apps for fun, but that just you can find other hobbies. Boo-boo. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't see the reason why. Like, after you guys are official, actually dating, you know, delete the app delete the app. Delete your profile, actually. Mm-hmm. I, um, I met a guy on Tinder. We were talking for a little bit. We weren't exclusive, but it got to the point where we were like about to be exclusive. And I kind of made the mistake of like staying in it for too long because I knew I didn't want it to be a long-term relationship. I, I went on the app to delete my profile because like we were about to like move things forward. And then like he was still on it. I know on Tinder, it shows the miles of like where you are. And if someone's like close by mm-hmm. you, um, but it updated because I deleted the app, but I didn't delete my profile. So that's why I went back, like, re-downloaded the app and then actually deleted took down my profile. Um, but his was still like active, and it would only update if you like had the app downloaded. So that's why I was like, hmm, yeah. But and yeah. he he was an athlete, and he was going to like his hometown, right? And I'm well, like, and he you you know, always hometown? tell me stories about like his friends, you know, like. Cheating on their girls and stuff. If you're an athlete, like you do travel a lot, yeah. and that's what he was saying. Like all of his friends were doing, and they'd have like different girls in different states, and every like city. That. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? But anyways, also, why are you flexing that to your potential girlfriend? Right. <laughs> I don't understand. I think I think guys, no. especially in this generation, telling themselves like a that is very often. true. This has always happened to me. Like they will literally, <laughs> they will literally tell themselves. And I'm like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> okay. Like, I didn't really have to do that much. Like. All I have to do out. is like just talk to them, ask them questions, and like, uh, like I said, the truth will always come out. And sometimes they tell you. And I, s- I think the problem is, is some guys don't see a problem with certain things, and that's when obviously it's a red flag. So yeah, I, I don't know if you can see having a girlfriend in every city not being an issue. You know, if you're right, if you're monogamous. <laughs> um, but anyways. Ooh. Ooh, no, I'm cringing before I even read it. Oh, okay. No. Um, baby voice, dot, dot, dot. He said, saw we 24. That's so That's nasty. actually terrible. Um, so I know some couples can be weird. I w- no, I'm just kidding. Hey, let's be like open-minded. <laughs> I know some people, you know, like, you know, do all that stuff. Um, the baby voices? The baby voice. I, me personally, I would absolutely hate that um well the fact that she seemed turned off by it mm-hmm. it wasn't both of them <laughs> using baby talk together oh gosh that's yeah oh yeah i think that's more of an ick though yeah that's definitely an ick i don't like, know if that's something that would make me break up with somebody but i would have to have a conversation yeah i'd have to be that's like definitely hey. Just something to be like hey hey boo you know that's especially like imagine in public oh that's even worse that's embarrassing like, oh my actually. gosh so hopefully it wasn't regardless in though i would be embarrassed yeah private um, or public yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this sucks. Left me alone outside a bar at midnight because he wanted to hang out with his friends. Oh, that's like a safety concern. What? oh, I'd cry. That would be that would be I yeah, I would cry too. Actually, I'd call myself an Uber, cry in the Uber, and then go home. That's what I'd do. Oh that's really sad. Yeah. Uh, especially like when you're in a relationship, you wanna feel secure and you wanna feel safe and you wanna feel like a priority. Right. If someone's leaving you in the dust at midnight, mm-hmm. alone on the streets... Why couldn't you have gone with him? Hang out with his friends. Yeah. That's a red flag. I think I would break Major up with someone flag. over that. Yeah, that's, that's not cool. When they have, quote unquote, trust issues, and they accuse you of doing things that you didn't do. Ooh, okay. I think this is hard. Like, let's say you have been cheated on before, mm-hmm. and you do have serious trust issues. Obviously... I feel like people are innocent until proven guilty. Right. And that's kind of the mindset that you have to go into it with is, okay, this is a new relationship. This isn't the same person that I dated previously. Right. And I have to have a fresh slate. And it's hard to, I feel it's like hard. if you have been cheated on, I feel like that would be something that you would probably constantly think about and struggle with. Mm-hmm. But then I think the bad and toxic thing is accusing your partner of things like constantly like, where are you going? What are you doing? Like obviously having right. that open communication. I feel like if you were to tell your partner, hey, like I have been cheated on, like I do have trust issues, but can we I work wanna, through like, this together? We, we need to work on this together. And also like if you are going somewhere, like communicating that. But I think it's when they're hounding you on things and like accusing you of cheating constantly just because, you know, you went to the grocery store or something right. like that. Like that's not cool. Honestly, okay, this might be a little intense, but I had a very toxic friendship. And I know we'll get into this later, but it was a with, um, like a platonic girlfriend, and I had so many trust issues after we ended our friendship mm-hmm. because I was like, dang, we were friends for like what ten years? Well, basically since middle school. Since middle school, yeah. and then like all of a sudden, she like turns on us, and we're gonna get into the story in the next episode. That'll be that'll be a whole other podcast episode. Once you have trust story. issues like that, it's so hard to start and enter new relationships. I was kind of scared of making friends and Mm -hmm. I thought like everybody sucked after that I was like dang like this is just gonna happen again like we're literally friends for 10 years and then this happens right and I kind of had a terrible you know image in my head of everybody else in the world Mm -hmm. when in reality everybody's a different person Mm -hmm. not everybody goes through the same things not everybody's gonna treat you the same you know good or bad and you have to be able to kind of pivot and make those changes. I remember I literally went to therapy, and my therapist, I told her that story. She goes, wow, you must be traumatized from that. It's probably hard for you to make friends now. And I looked back, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's oh yeah, why I don't put myself out there, and I stay hibernated, and I don't really make an effort to make new friends. Right. And this was like, you know, a year Couple and a half ago. ago yeah. Um, I feel like I've definitely put myself out there a lot since then. We both have. But maybe that's because of therapy too. You know, who yeah. knows? therapy is therapy, not a bad thing, y'all. Therapy is not a bad thing. I feel like... Get your mind right. Yes, for sure. And it's hard too because I think when we were alone, like Ken, it was just Kenzie and I, like when we got pulled out of school and everything mm-hmm. like that, that could be a whole nother podcast episode. We should definitely um, tell that story. Definitely, um, if you guys are <laughs> interested. But um, we were alone. And then like when we have that instance where that friend kind of like screwed us over we were just like i guess we'll just be alone for the rest of our life and yeah and that was another instance where we were friends with her for so long and i remember in high school there was so much like tea about her that people would tell us and we just we brushed it off we were like oh no you know she's never done that to us she's super nice to us in that instance she ended up Not being the best person. And I wish that I listened to other people Mm -hmm. saying that she had a bad reputation earlier because we wouldn't have had to go through so much pain after that. I think the hard thing is too, is when you've had a relationship with this person for so long, like we literally grew up with her. So I feel like when you grow up with somebody, it's kind of like, oh, you give them the benefit of the doubt. You've known them for so long. Like, how could this, how could this be true? You make excuses for people who have been in your life for a long period of time Mm -hmm. because you're comfortable. Right everyone 's scared of being uncomfortable, but that's how you grow mm-hmm. is getting out of bad situations, putting yourself in new situations and it starts to who uh it's <laughs> what am I even saying? <laughs> it's it a whole nother chapter in your life, mm-hmm. and yes, that can be scary, but it can also be very beneficial so okay, the next one is he wasn't affectionate at all. I had to ask him to hold my hand after two months of dating I mean obviously, I think people want to be respectful mm-hmm. and they want to respect your boundaries, but also like if physical touch is your love language right and that's how you want to be you know showed affection right and treated then maybe you bring that up and I know you said like you had to ask him to hold your (laughs) hand that's a yeah I don't know yeah that's tough because I feel like if you guys obviously communication is key so like if you did talk about those things and like you're really like hey like I love when you show affection to me like holding my hand is like I love that Mm -hmm. and makes me feel appreciated yeah right and then afterwards they don't do it it's kind of like okay That's kind of a slap in the face because I think when you get into a relationship, you both want to be aware of each other's love languages. That way, when you do get in a relationship with them, it's like you know what the person needs and how they will feel loved. There's online quizzes that you can take that are (laughs) um, like what your love languages are or what your top three love languages are. I think that's super important because for one, when I took a quiz like that, I didn't even know. Some of my love languages. I was like, oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that I liked small little gifts. Like if we went to the store, the grocery store or something. And he's like, oh, I picked you up your favorite like chips. Be like, oh my gosh, like thank yeah. you so much. Like it's That's not so a big cute. thing. Right. But it's just like, oh, he was thinking about me. Right. So it's important to know yourself and also know your partner's love languages. That way you guys can compliment each other and um, do what's necessary to keep each other happy in the relationship. I know so. some people too love, love, love physical touch. And for me, I am. I don't like it in public. Yeah. So it makes me super uncomfortable. And I've, like, communicated that to my partner. But, like, in private, obviously, that's cool. But in public, holding hands for me is, like, just about it. Just just, <laughs> Just enough. about yeah, it. Yeah, my gosh. What is it? The um, <laughs> the theme park couples? Oh. That's, like, such oh, a big no? thing on TikTok. <laughs> I always see videos of people, like, zooming in. But it's so true, though. To people, like, hugging and, like, making out at, at theme parks. And it's, yeah. like, okay, this is Six Flags. Chill out. Every time I've been to... An amusement park People there's are always there's multiple of them it's not just one i know i've seen like it's probably every line i've been in why is it a reoccurring theme like know. why next one is jealousy when given no reason to be if someone is jealous of you for no reason like i think it's more of an insecurity thing with them especially when you've done nothing wrong if you're just like you know on your grind doing your thing like there's no reason for the other person to be jealous. And I think, like, slight jealousy is different than being overtly jealous Mm -hmm. or not wanting the other person to grow and thrive in the relationship and kind of holding them back to keep them in your bubble. Yeah. You know what I mean? not letting them go out and do things and, like, accomplish their goals and dreams. Yeah. I know, like, we've even, for instance, had a friend that, like, we would tell them, like, important news or something like that or even just something exciting that was happening Mm -hmm. in our life. And we, Kezi and I have never been the type to, like, rag about certain things like we always like if it's a friendship it goes both ways like you want to hear what's happening in their life and get excited for them you know like that's what a friend is well you want to be supportive and and that be reciprocated as well yeah but i think when we told this person the news they're like oh like that's cool or they were like oh i've always wanted to get into that how should i start yeah so they kind of flip it and make them about themselves right that could be a sign of jealousy and in a relationship when it's your person that should support you and support your dreams and who you want to be in the future. It's important to both reciprocate that energy of building mm-hmm. each other up. Yeah and encouraging them. No, that's so, so good. Building each other up. Both of you guys. Oh, Malia, you're gonna love this one. Oh no. He said he loved me the second week he knew me. Dot 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 love bomb. Malia's had like five guys be like, oh my gosh, you're wifey after the first date. Like literally. Yeah, that's why I'm always like, I am very very hesitant to get into relationships um because of that also i just like i like to go super slowly into things like take my time Mm -hmm. get to know the person um not just for that reason but like you don't know people because i know i said um innocent until proven guilty Mm -hmm. but also you have to not just give someone a hundred percent of your trust in the beginning of a relationship they do have to prove themselves a little (laughs) bit and that's not saying that oh they're guilty of something terrible Uh it's just okay, let's gradually give them a little bit of trust until you fully, fully trust them, Right, you know? Because that's kind of, I, I would think like a little immature to just tell someone like your whole life story, you know, things that maybe you want to keep secret mm-hmm. and not tell to the whole world. Yeah. Especially like maybe if you've been through like some traumatic things. I know there's things in my life that I definitely don't like telling friends <laughs> or if I was, you know, in a new relationship, somebody that I've only known for a few weeks, right. you know? So some things definitely should... Yeah, get private till you trust them 100%. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, and also, too, it's like loving someone after, like, you know, a week or something is – that's kind of crazy. Not possible? I know, yeah. Yeah. It really isn't. Because you don't know them. You don't. You may have, like, maybe strong feelings for them. I think that instance is they love the idea of you. Mm -hmm. They don't love who you are. And that can kind of be a slap in the face sometimes because it's like, okay, they they don't really know who I am. Mm Mm-hmm. They just love what I could be in their life. Right. What I could bring to the table, potentially. Yeah. And I know, too, sometimes people get super attached really quickly. I think that can be a bad thing because, obviously, I just met you. So that can be... And sometimes I feel like people may not mean to do it in like a, oh, I'm going to love bomb them and like, you know... They don't mean it in a manipulative way. They don't mean it in a manipulative way. Some people might. You never know. But... I think sometimes people can get attached super quickly. But that's also not healthy to start off a relationship like that either. So it's it's yeah. tough. It's- Next one is, this one's kind of short and sweet, but um, prioritizing the bros. I think if you're in a relationship with somebody, especially if you've been in a relationship with them for a long enough period of time where you feel like you should be a priority in their life, mm-hmm. it's important to feel wanted and feel like someone really cares about you and wants you in their life feeling secure when you are a second a third a fourth option to your partner yeah it makes you feel insecure right truly you know and that sucks too because yeah obviously you guys are dating or you know whatever the case may be but you shouldn't have to feel like that in a relationship especially mm-hmm. I know too like obviously everyone has friends wants to hang out all this but prioritizing is a little crazy because they shouldn't be prioritizing their friends all the time over you like that just means that They're really dating their friends, not you. (laughs) (laughs) They're really dating their friends. Having friends is great. Like, obviously having a social outlet and being with your friends is fun. Especially if you've known them for a long time. Like, of course you want to. But also, if you're in a period of life where you only want to hang out with your friends, maybe that's a sign that you shouldn't be in a relationship. And you Mm. just want to, you know, maybe party with your friends, hang out. That's fine. But if you're in a relationship and you're making your partner feel insecure because they're not a priority in your life... You also kind of need to take a step back and think, okay, do I want this right now? Yeah. And be realistic with yourself because that's not it for either party. Ooh, this one's really good. If they don't take your side in public, it's a deal breaker. Oh, yeah. I, I do agree that I think that your partner should, in public, support you. And obviously, if you say something absolutely ridiculous and you're like, why didn't you take my side in public? Okay, that's a little, yeah, it's a little far. Especially if it was like, <laughs> yeah, if it was far-fetched, like, yeah. why did you just say that? Like, obviously yeah. I'm not going to be taking your side. Or if it's like super controversial or mm-hmm. something, like, why would you say that in public? Or like fighting in public too. Like, I feel like if you were to bash your partner in public, like, that's not cool either. Right. So like, yeah. obviously it depends on the circumstance, but. Or like making snarky comments, like mm-hmm. putting, putting the other person down in front of other people, that just doesn't put a good light on your relationship. Right. Or in, in general. Or in general. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it also makes you feel insecure. Right, because you're like, oh, or you know, people who like make fun of them in front of their friends. Yeah, that's that's yeah. embarrassing, and that's that's honestly very hurtful too, because they don't respect you enough to lift you up in front of your right. in front of their friends or your friends. That brings you back to like middle school, like high school days. Yeah. When, like, your crush would like make fun of you or something, and it's like, oh, he likes me. Yeah, because he's making fun of me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of like parents even tell their kids that. They're like, oh, well, he's just making fun of you because he likes you. Yeah. Like, why is that? Accepted? There's to like a certain extent though, because yeah. there's like little like cute little teasing and stuff like right. that. Like that stuff's cute. But it's like kind of a flirtatious tease. But it's mm-hmm. not like you're being outright mean to them. Or like putting them down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think there's always a line. Next one I have, which is a really big um thing for me, even just family in general, but how he treats his mom slash sisters. This yeah. is a great one because if you don't treat your mom right, if you don't treat your sisters, your siblings in general, like, they're not going to treat you good. If you see how they treat their family, that's going to be you at the end of the day. Like, service workers, too. Right. Like, your waiter, your waitress. Yeah. Like, if you're treating them like they're less than you, are you good? Yeah. You need to be humbled because <laughs> that is so... Uh, I just hate when people treat anyone less than right. themselves. And I think, like, for me, that's a major red flag. Every, everyone's Definitely. equal. Uh-huh. Like, why would you treat someone less for no reason. Right. For no reason. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the mom thing's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think if someone treats their mom with disrespect, then that's a, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's something that I probably would break up with someone over. Right. Like, yeah. he should definitely treat his mom like a queen, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember so, David oh. said, he was like, when we went on the Don't Trip podcast, mm-hmm. he was like, this is the woman that brought you into this world, and you're disrespecting her? And that hit home. I was like, for real. And I don't know, sometimes too, maybe people don't have the best relationship with their parents, but you should still respect them. Uh, Definitely a green flag to love and respect your parents. Right. In general, like Mm -hmm. dads too. Oh my gosh. Ghosted me for weeks, even though we were in a two year relationship. What? So was it like a constant ghosting or was it like, it seemed like like he wanted to end the relationship. So he just ghosted her. All she said was ghosted me for weeks, even though we were in a two-year relationship. Oh, my gosh. So that sounds like it wasn't consistent, and then all of a sudden, they just ghosted you. Well, that's obviously, like, a major red A flag. major red flag, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially if someone who's been in your life for two years doesn't have the decency to sit you down and say, Hey, I don't feel like this relationship is beneficial for me anymore, and I don't think we should be together. Then... That's like a lack of respect Yeah, just to ghost you. That's also very immature because you don't want to have an emotional conversation and talk about things. Girl, I'm so sorry that that is not cool. I don't know what I would do in that situation. Well, I'd be like, we're done. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, I'd take a step back and be like, did these two years mean anything to you? Yeah, because you should at least show me the decency of like talking to me, telling me that I've maybe done something wrong. I do get, like, if someone cheated on you and then you just ghosted them, I mm-hmm. would understand that. I'd probably do that. But the lack of respect you know? to even, like, talk to the person about, like, your concerns or maybe you're just, maybe the relationship isn't working out. Mm-hmm. Communicate that at least. Like, it doesn't have to be, uh, yeah. yeah. And I think I think most problems in any relationship, whether that's platonic or a romantic relationship, communication solves so many problems. Right. You know, like having those conversations and not ghosting someone. For weeks. Yeah. What is that? What is that? So, the next one that I have is, he only called me hot. That's tough, because I have had an instance where someone... Okay, this was, like, literally word for word they said. You are bad as hell. But that was the only the only thing that they, like, said to, like, describe me. And I feel like that is kind of degrading in a way. Obviously, I think they meant it as a compliment, but... You can be respectful and be like, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful. Like, things like that. Use some different adjectives. Yeah. Like, <laughs> obviously, like, there's a time and a place to be like, oh, you look hot. But, like, off the bat, you need to be like, oh, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, especially, especially on the back, like, you're, you're bad as hell. That could come across as like, okay, well, that's it. That's Is that all, <laughs> that's all you think of me or like, you know. Right. That's kind of like a very one way of thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough, low-key. Ooh, someone said he had a lot of girlfriends, but would get mad if I had any guy friends. Oh, that is a red flag. Yeah, that's a red flag. Because he's basically saying he wants to do whatever he wants, but I also want to control you and mm-hmm. what you are allowed to do. Yeah, that's a control issue. Because if you guys have friends of the opposite sex, that's great. Putting Very... down rules, but then not following them yourself, that's not an equal relationship's. Right. That's you putting yourself above someone else and saying, I'm going to do this, but you can't do this, and I don't care what you think. That's a red flag. Yeah. yeah, Very, very, very controlling. Yeah. And like Kenzie said, I think at the end of the day, he just wanted to do what he wanted to do. And that's definitely very selfish. And Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of problems in relationships stem from being selfish because you can't see past your own wants, needs, to benefit somebody else right if you're in a relationship you both need to lift each other up mm-hmm. you both need to work together to be a team yeah but if you're selfish it can be hard to look past your own wants your own needs and be able to build something with somebody else right and even your own faults too like yes. you have to be able to look at yourself and be like okay i wasn't the wrong but i want to fix it i want like get if better. you want to fix the problem you want to get better that's a green flag, like, after communicating that. But it's when nice. they don't want to change, they don't want to put in the effort to be different. It's it's time to go. Yep. It's time to go. Yeah, that's so true. Next one is, okay, this one's for the girls. Had to be bald down there at all times, or else he would say something. Aw, that's so sad. I mean, honestly, like, it is your body. Right. And it should be up to you to... I mean, okay, you would literally get ingrown hairs if you shaved every single day. Yes, that that is that is hard. That is hard and unrealistic to keep up with for sure. Because I know I like to shave, but like if if you shave every day, like it it's not like that's a little personal. Yeah. To be like every single day, you need to be bald. (laughs) Like that's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. Looking like a baby dolphin. Okay. Like I don't know. (laughs) That's, that's a little <laughs> oh, weird. gosh. I have a few goofy ones, I guess. Um, goofy ones, okay. Someone said, wants to play Roblox all the time. Ooh, okay. Video game, guys. Especially at our age. It's different when you're, like, in middle school, in high school. Yeah. Because sometimes you, they, like, grow out of it. If you're working on who you want to be and a career and establishing your life and all you want to do is play Roblox... <laughs> that's a red flag also I i'm think. not sure how old this person is that wrote this question right but yeah if you're constantly playing video games like nothing else all the time 24 7 that's definitely yeah that's definitely a red flag i mean it's different like everyone has their own hobbies like i right. like to scroll on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> i personally like to scroll on tiktok do yeah. i spend every single hour of my day scrolling on tiktok yes yes but that, <laughs> no i'm just kidding no no okay but and, you know if my partner liked to play a video game but it wasn't every single hour of the day. Right. He still had time to, you know, make an effort to hang out with me. Right. And it wasn't interfering with our relationship. Like, obviously, okay, it's fine to have your own hobbies. Yeah. But if it's, like, devouring your life. And to the point where, like, you guys aren't yeah. spending time at all. Or, like, if you guys, or if you're going to his house or he's going to yours and he's just playing video games the whole time, like, oh, it's yeah. like, okay, you don't even want to hang out with me at this point, you know? And I always <laughs> see um, videos on TikTok of people being like, why is my man dating his Xbox? <laughs> oh god! And they're like sitting in the corner, like waiting for him to be done. I would, I would get a little, like annoyed. Especially every time. Yeah, like, come on now. If it's reoccurring, I think I'd get a little annoyed. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'd say that's a beige flag. Maybe you need to have a conversation about that one. Uh, someone said she had curly hair. That was the red flag. Disgusting. Of Not course. the curly hair. The commenter. Dang. Some of the some of the comments I get from the guys are a little. <laughs> A little interesting. interesting. They're not like like real red flags, but yeah. Dang, saying someone having curly hair is a red flag it's a little sad. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, if you're dating for physical appearance, why would you date someone that doesn't fit your physical appearance slash type? Right. You know? I don't know. That's, that's a little, uh, like, if that's super important to you, that your girl <laughs> needs to have straight hair, you shouldn't have even started a relationship if you don't find her attractive. But that's a little um, surface level. literally hair. Oh, my gosh. And I don't know about all that. I don't know if I could deal with that. Last one I have is he always puts his phone face down on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is like a. Could be toxic. Could 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 not be. Could be toxic. Could be not. Because I have the habit of doing that. But I realize that. And I'm like, okay, I'll just keep it open. I don't want him to think that I'm hiding something. And I think that's what a lot of people think. Same thing with the do not disturb. Like, always on do not disturb. Um, Especially when you guys hang out. Mm -hmm. And always putting your phone face down. Like, every time. I could see how you could think, like, oh, are they hiding something on their phone? Is there something they don't want me to see? That could be the case. Sometimes, you know, it could just be a habit. I think that is suspicious. Mm-hmm. I think if every single time, especially, you'll notice if it's like, oh, like we're talking and then I put it down like this. versus right. It's like and you purposeful. you keep it on body. <laughs> like if you keep it on body, like it's not, it ain't right. even nowhere. Yeah. You know body language. I trust y'all that you can read body <laughs> language. You probably know if they're really trying to hide something or if it's just habit. If it's just, yeah. oh, like, yeah, yeah, we're talking. Yeah. Put my phone down. <laughs> you know, there's a difference between that yeah. versus like, it's intentionally trying. Yeah. Like when mom and dad, when we were younger, would take our phones and, and you know, look through them. I'd be like hurrying to delete everything <laughs> on my phone. But that's oh a different gosh. story. Yeah. We were, we were little menaces, menaces when we were children. <laughs> I feel oh bad my for my gosh. parents. Kinda. Well, it's cool too. Cause <laughs> we have a great relationship with our parents now. I yeah. feel like the way we grew up and getting taken out of school really helped us I feel like we had to grow up, up faster, but I don't take it for granted because I think now we have a great relationship with our parents. And I feel like that's so important. Yeah. Especially now that we're like out of the house. Because when we were younger in high school and, you know, doing things we weren't supposed to be doing, obviously, we get we're so not annoyed with our parents. Yeah, we get annoyed. We didn't like our parents. But now I feel like because we went through that, we have an even better relationship with them, which is something that I love. So also a different appreciation for parents. Like, cause I mean, I think, you know, in 10 years or something, when I want to start having kids, I'm like, dang, it's going to be hard to be a parent because right. I was that teenager yeah. that rebelled, was being annoying, a little brat. Yeah. <laughs> was the worst, you know? So yeah. it's like just thinking that, like that was five years ago. That was four years ago. That was not that long ago, but I mm-hmm. feel like I have grown and I'm a completely different person than I was. Right. In high school. Both of us, yeah. I had no respect for authority or really just anyone other than myself, which is so sad mm-hmm. to say. But, you know, that'll be definitely an episode about how we got taken out of school, why we got taken out of school. <laughs> um, yeah. It was like our first year of public school, and yeah, we, have, we, we have done goofed. St- we have some stories for y'all, so definitely stay tuned. I know in the future we'll definitely be making a – Whole podcast episode on how we got taken out of school. Other stories we have, if you guys are interested, let us know down in the comments below. Um, But thank you so much for watching or listening. This was such a fun episode. I can't wait for next week though, because we are going to be talking about toxic friendships. So, friendships and acquaintances in general. Like, what's a friend? What's not a friend? What's somebody you kind of want to distance yourself from? um, I think the word acquaintance is really good. Right. Because you can't call everyone a friend that you meet. Right. There are some people who maybe they're your friend now but they need to become an acquaintance no that's what um that's what my boyfriend told me he was like I used to be so afraid of calling someone an acquaintance mm-hmm. and now I'm like okay people that are close in my life and someone I trust that's a friend but if you can't really trust them or it's someone that you don't hang out with all the time they're an acquaintance it's fine and like, that's okay there's it's no disrespect okay. in that right yeah but we could go on and on about this. <laughs> but we will that's, go on and on about it next week. Yes. In next week's episode. So stay tuned. Um, make sure you guys are following us on Big Sis Energy with Two Y's on Instagram. And we'll TikTok. keep you all updated on the next episodes and everything like that. But um, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Yes. Thank you guys so much for watching Big Sis Energy episode two. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.